Welcome to Raising Vibrations podcast. And uh, in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, the discovery of Uranus and how that's actually impacted our lives as we're living today and, and what that means for us in terms of, you know, living more with the Uranian energy and awareness and how that's shaping us as a culture and individually and, you know, just giving a little bit of insight into to how we actually perceive something that is actually really, really big. <laughs> it's huge. I mean, it's actually the way we see it is that this is like the energy that is behind most of the changes and most of the things that we're talking about. Um, yeah. This is where we are. This is the shift that we're going through as a collective and individually in our lives. But it, hasn't, it didn't start now. It began when Uranus was discovered right. in 1781. Yeah, um, got the chart up over here, actually, 13th of March, uh, 1781, which is actually in two days from now. Right. <laughs> not, not the discovery, but um, 11th of March. Hmm. So it's true. It's, um, it was discovered uh, through a telescope, right? Yeah, 40-foot telescope or something that was just just you know i i always love the way that it was discovered or how we discover things as, as human race like we opened up a different dimension to ourselves and the nature of how uranus was discovered tells us a lot about what that energy is about you know uh, kind of seeing into deep space yeah. and breaking our saturnian realms yeah looking beyond our physical reality because mm -hmm. we've always been like for thousands of years we have been able to see Saturn as the farthest planet from our like that we could see with our actual physical eyes so yeah. <laughs> you know we could, we could see Saturn and it's been part of our awareness and that's part of how you know the boundary of our consciousness that's as far as we could see and we didn't begin to look beyond that or we didn't mm. identify anything beyond that fully until Uranus was discovered and that's when we began to integrate like the next level or a deeper layer of our awareness. Mm. So that's when we began to bring in a field of awareness that's beyond our physical reality, beyond what we can see with our eyes. And the Uranian energy is very much about that. It's beyond our linear physical reality and you know everything that we can identify and see around us and it's going into a multi-dimensionality, you know, a, a, a different aspect of ourselves that is uh, quantum. Yep. And that, and that's that's a you know what I find fascinating about understanding and, and uh, exploring Uranus is that the the nature of quantum, meaning multiple realities, right? And whenever you're experiencing. Uh, touching the Uranian field or having a, a Uranus, like so for us to follow astrology, how when you have a, a, a transit to your Uranus, say a planet touches Uranus, there's always a lot of information that comes into your life at that point in time that seems out of context. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind the telescope being the nature of how we discovered um, this planet or this energy was a lot to do with how we are um, accelerating our sense of awareness to something beyond what we is available to us in the present moment, right? Because like Jen was saying, you've got this Saturnian boundary and what's immediate for you right now, 
is what you your ego can perceive your five senses but the uranian energy comes in and has more information than what you can sense at the time and so it actually becomes a, an a, an energy overload as it were <laughs> yeah you need to be able to um like integrate that uranium frequency and our bodies need to be able to adjust to that to be able to bring that in so like channeling for example like people mm. who channel they they have to like tune into that frequency and bring it through but it actually exhausts your body sure so when we're like like channeling or that energy is moving through us it takes an incredible amount of like energy from the physical vehicle to be able to do that because you're you're like vibrating at a higher frequency and what we are actually doing i mean what raising vibrations is about ultimately is like raising your physical body like where we are as a human race is learning to integrate more and more of that uranium frequency into our vessel like so yeah. that we can hold that and it's kundalini energy or you can see it in so many different like there's so many different terms to describe it but we're trying we're integrating more of it and it's while we are adapting to that it's it's also changing us so it's like a like the the relationship between bringing that energy into ourselves and then that um raising our vibration and us raising our vibration to be able to bring it into ourselves is like mm. it's this the nature of duality it's like what comes first we're just this sure. is where we are and we're just trying to i mean i think everyone can agree that life has become incredibly intense like that it's been speeding up the nature of our reality is going much faster than than a lot of us can actually digest digest yeah and everything's just going so fast and there's so much to take in and so much to digest and we're where that's that uranium frequency that's mm -hmm. coming through that's just like it can fracture it can leave you kind of fractured yeah that's right i mean um, when you when you think about it, uh, Uranus, when when it was discovered later on, humanity then tapped into the understanding of electricity. So immediately it tells us about what this energy also has to do with um, understanding this invisible force of electricity and how our physical vessel also encapsulates electrical fields. So in astrology or medical astrology, um, Uranus is associated with the nervous system. And so when you look at the Kundalini energy, which um, I don't know if you want to explain the nature of the Kundalini energy, my, my sort of um, definition or library is very limited in it. But from what I understand, it's a, it's a form of energy that sits in the base of your chakra, uh, root mm -hmm. chakra mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, essentially discharges. Encased in the satin. Yeah, that's right? right. In that it's encased and it moves up your spine to... To connect all the awareness centers. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's connecting you to your higher self or your like to a different um, field of awareness. Which is multidimensional. Yes. Right. So it doesn't have any time. Right. Exactly. Okay. So just, just in that, we can start to get a sense of Uranian energy and how it works for us. And now when we talked about this encasing of Saturn, mm. um, one of the things that I be, like started to understand when I explored uh, depth psychology 
as well as the work of Jung, um, that there is a period of time that we do need to work with our own satin defenses and shadows and uh, protection layers that protect us from the Uranian realm. So the Uranian realm being this field of awareness that's multidimensional, that's present. Um, and if our awareness or mind had to interact with that, it would literally fracture mm -hmm. because it can't conceptualize everything that's in that vast, that vast field. So as you kind of go through a period of your life, um, an individuation process, i.e. to get to your Uranian field, you have to break down certain Saturnian defenses and that actually illuminates what the, the soul's path is about. Mm -hmm. So the Kundalini awakening experience would be that. Yeah. But if you're unable to do that or that you're struggling to kind of move those emotional blockages, Saturn, that's when it can cause havoc within your electrical system and then eventually have psychological neurological problems because of the nature of this electricity moving through, right? Yeah. So the fracturing. It yeah, and it's when you're trying down. to suppress that energy or try not to allow it to, like, liberate you because it's about liberating. It's a liberating energy mm. or from, from the Saturn perspective, at least. Yeah. But it's just because it exists outside of that. So when we're coming, we're, we're integrating that energy from the Saturn realm because that's where we are. And we're living in time space, mm -hmm. right? So we, we are we have a multi-dimensional aspect of ourselves mm -hmm. which is our uranian like um like our mind where we our higher mind our higher self sure and then we have our um our physical vessel which is like a it's part of the physical reality saturn mm -hmm. and we're trying to integrate it so we're expanding our awareness it's all about expanding our awareness yeah. Um, to be able to integrate that. But as we expand our awareness, we don't, we won't fit into the same, like, Saturnian systems that we have. So we end up like wanting to liberate ourselves because we find our individuality and we connect to our own, like, inner, our fractal line, yes. you know, and our inner sense of guidance. and. Yes our individuality and our own needs and our body, you know, everything that is like we're connecting to our higher self, our higher guidance. And when I say higher, I mean like our internal yeah. guidance, mm. but it's the higher mind. That's why um, a system of called human design, it mm -hmm. kind of works with that a lot, right? I mean, we see yeah. it pretty much as a, as a deeply Iranian concept, um, human mm -hmm. design, because it, it talks about these two fundamental things that are so associated with Saturn and Uranus, which is a conditioning field, mm -hmm. i.e. How, how you are imprinted by your surroundings and your circumstances and mm -hmm. how that shapes you. And then what aspect of your natural genetic profile that, you know, doesn't sort of alter or change mm -hmm. um, is, is present within that, that field. And that's actually a beautiful way in my own mind to conceptualize this idea of um, encased Saturn Mm -hmm. within Iranian uh, symbolism sitting in the middle of it, mm -hmm. right there. And that each each thing uh, that is present on, on this, this existence has to go through a breaking out of its shell in order mm -hmm. to find its individuation, Yeah. right? Because the nature of individuation first starts off with something encasing it. Yeah, and right? it's like the blueprint of our actual... Um, like individual self mm. is planted into this yeah. seed 
and at some point it can break free from that. So what we have is we go through our Saturn return and that's when we begin to individuate or we begin to work through our karma. So the first like mm. the, the first Saturn cycle is very much a karmic cycle. We are actually like reliving whatever it is that we need to like break through. Yes. So it's the foundation of what our pro what prior to this time has led us to here. Yeah. This point in our like multi-dimensional self. Yeah. So there can be whatever those experiences are that we go through during our first Saturn cycle, they are the imprints that we are here to then um, begin to work with as we enter our Saturn return up to our Uranus opposition. Yes. And then once we get to the Uranus opposition, then that's when you individuate from that. Like that's when you can like break free from that, that cycle. So between between Saturn and Uranus, that cycle, you imagine that as when you're integrating the Uranian frequency into your Saturn vessel and you're breaking free, free from the, the like conditioning field that you have. And as you are going through that stage, you're like bringing in more of your actual soul self, like your, tr your true self yep. into your vessel. Mm. And that's where humanity is currently. Yes. So yes. if you look at where like the collective evolution of humankind, you imagine that um, when Uranus was discovered, if you look over a larger um, time period, yes. I'm just realizing this now. So it's like, this is, this is <laughs> You're the Uranian. You're having Uranian moments. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I just realized like we are actually you're when Uranus was discovered, that was like the collective Saturn return. Yeah. Right. And 2027, when when this cycle is like completing itself, that yeah. will be the beginning of the Uranus opposition for sure, humanity. Sure. So imagine it like that, that from 17 was it 1781? Yeah. So 1781 mm -hmm. up until 2027. This is where like in human design, they talk about this is where we're um, homo sapiens in transit. So basically we are integrating the Uranian frequency into our bodies, mm. into the Saturn realm. So we've got this whole, it begins with this like industrial revolution and it completely changes the way we ex experience ourselves in the world. So life on earth has drastically changed yeah. since that point in time. We just accelerated. It was just like, okay, we're going a little bit faster than what we would usually go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's just oh. been up. <laughs> and now we're getting to this point where we're getting closer and closer to the collective Uranus opposition. Yes. So all of this time has been like individuating, like bringing in new insights, bringing in the Uranian field. Like we've been, we have evolved so quickly and you can look at that in in like a multitude of different mm, ways like mm. the industrial revolution what that's changed for us yes electricity you know all all, all of, of those things and then the thing that we're using today technology right <laughs> here we are yeah right talking to <laughs> to people we've never met <laughs> all over the world and some that we know and that's another thing about uranus is the nature of uranus is detached so 
we're having this conversation and some of you that you know the first time you'd be listening to this or, or watching this is that there there hasn't been a saturnian contact like an emotional bond in physical form it's been through the airwaves and existing in a different time from the one that we're recording for this and that in itself is a beautiful way to 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 really get a sense of your honest is mm -hmm. this when you're watching it and when we recorded it are different mm -hmm. right and and yet the energy you feel is as if you were present right mm -hmm. and to me that that has always been the, the the coolest way to 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 truly um, translate Uranian energy in terms of this idea of quantifiable or this non-linear field mm -hmm. that we have the capacity now as Saturn bodies to in a sense act as a transitor for awareness coming into the physical form and that awareness as it comes into your physical form mutates the cellular structure mm -hmm. within yourself and it, it awakens things it illuminates it provides more light and you're like ah oh, that's a cool thing ah oh, oh. and you have these consistent light bulb moments go off which again <laughs> you know you can't even make this stuff up you have a flash of insights human beings we go oh i have this light bulb moment <laughs> think about the nature of how electricity just sparks into a light bulb it's not mm -hmm. like a slow progressive i'm about to illuminate the situation it's ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you can't do anything with that awareness other than go wow this is now here to stay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And that's exactly what, it's exactly what's happening. So. Yeah. Just thinking about that with the, the, how we are heading into that collective Uranus opposition is kind of, <laughs> <laughs> we're like. Uh, is that disturbing your mind slightly? <laughs> no, it's awesome. I love it. Ah. It's brilliant. It's like this, well, it depends on how you react because I sure. mean, you, you know that, that there can be, a very like Let's uh, talk rebellious about yeah, yeah exactly there can be just the rebellious aspect of how you integrate the uranium frequency where you just like throw everything off mm -hmm. and and do something random mm. to like liberate yourself from the the expectations and and everything that society and life puts on you yeah but it can also be like I mean, a lot of people during their Uranus opposition, they actually like bring the the greatest like work into the world. Yes, absolutely. It's it's actually pretty crazy because um, we were recently watching a um, documentary on Karl Marx, and I, to be honest, had never actually um, got in contact with his work, understood what it was about. You, though, on the other hand, um, have had some really really profound understandings of that, and so as always you know, go to the astrology chart see what's happening over here and it was just mind-blowing to me to to see this person's i mean we all have it so it's not like this person's story is is now because it's illuminated within the collective it means that our stories are not the same you know that's the thing is that all of us have this this unique beautiful you know bloomage of of life um you know expanding mm -hmm. which reminds me i want to come back to that point of uh, sort of coming back to the, the grounding of this conversation being Uranus coming into our into our awareness and what that means for us in terms of living with the understanding that we have this potential to tap into soul awakening experiences mm -hmm. that are not, you know, just on the surface. This is your life. It's like, no, you're actually being able to see what the seeds of your own evolution are about in that way. Yeah. And th this is... And it's a becoming, we, we are, we're self, um, self-reflected consciousness. So we are able to be aware that we are aware. Mm. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and the thing is, is this is this is a Uranian experience because we're able to be so detached from ourselves that we can observe ourselves observing ourselves. You know, right. it's just like we can we can know because <laughs> and before prior to 1781 prior to the uranian time that what that energy that consciousness wasn't available to the collective mm -hmm. so it might have been individuals could have come through and tapped into that energy and still accessed it it's yeah. just it wasn't like a collective experience for us it wasn't like what everyone in some way is grounding into their reality yeah. so what happened for us when uranus was discovered is that it started to be integrated into our lives, into our bodies. And mm. we have changed so much that we are actually, I mean, at that point in time, we would live roughly a certain cycle. Yes. So we would live for about, you know, 30 years. And that was the life. So you never actually went through, you'd go maybe get to your Saturn return. It wouldn't go beyond that. Mm. You're like, I mean, think about it. A certain cycle, you don't, Often during Saturn cycle, you're not yet becoming aware fully of who you are, even up to your Uranus opposition. Mm -hmm. It's still a part of integrating those changes. Yeah. So now we live a, a Uranian cycle, which says a lot about how we have been integrating that into, yeah. and it's some of the reasons that we are living longer is because we have integrated a lot of the insights and understandings and knowledge and and awareness that the uranian frequency has brought to us mm -hmm. so we are we have like advancements in the way that we could operate as technology yeah as an example. exactly and, um yeah. we're not just working you know we're not just farming basically yeah. and living in our immediate reality mm -hmm. saturn trade agreements, being able to explore new horizons, open up to different things. And yeah. um, that opens us up to bigger vistas of, of reality. And we can get knowledge from different parts of the world and bring it back to our own cultures and, and slowly and slowly, you know, begin to integrate a way of life that allows us to, because the whole idea of Saturn, and uh, I can't wait to, to, to actually share this and in, in, we'll talk about this as a Uranus and Taurus dynamic, is our relationship to resistance in the physical and how that is related to our perception, our awareness, Uranus, of how that limitation is, in a sense, showing us where we need to awaken deeper understanding of that situation, mm -hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, when we're kind of like liberating ourselves from resistance, we're liberating ourselves from certain psychological dynamics that we couldn't understand about that, that thing, right? And this is pretty much what the human... Uh, process is about in terms of the psyche mm -hmm. is is a consistent awakening of realizations and understandings until eventually we get to the point where we can go hold on here's this phone that's made out of this technology and we can communicate with people all across the world and now all of a sudden we don't need to write letters so just the fact that we can now send a fax at an earlier part or use the internet to send, send an email shapes and changes the way that we conduct ourselves in trade or in business as an example and that just immediately changes everything mm -hmm. and that's a uranian moment like a mutation mm -hmm. as it were mm -hmm. um but i wanted to come back to something that i felt was really really like important to to cement as as a as a core understanding of of um what we're sharing today mm -hmm. also uranus we talked about this uranus opposition right because mm -hmm. you were sharing a lot about the coming into understanding of that well 
to, to get an idea of the, the firstly, your individual individuation process, like the potential of your individuation process, if you planted a tree and let's say that tree needed uh, like 10 years to reach a certain point of complete flourishment, okay? But every single day, every single like tree that you planted, uh, there was a psychological idea that you had to cut it down after, after three years or after five years. It would never actually see its potential. We would never see its potential. And so therefore we would define the situation based on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what Uranus is offering us as we kind of awaken to deeper levels. The longer the life lives, the more we are awakening to individuation, giving us the opportunity to see what it's really about. So like what I noticed with when I was just recently last two days, it's my recent fascination at the moment, but looking at Karl um, Marx's work, he was, his Uranus and Neptune, right? They, they sit in Sagittarius and he, for his first part of his years, like his life, he was deeply tapping into that Uranian field of Mm -hmm. this is what he's going to, this is what his individuation process is about. But because of the nature of his life at the time, only pre Saturn return, the context of what he was bringing through was so radical that it had absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. His Uranus opposition comes along. He writes this book thing that then shapes the culture t- for years to come. Yeah. But that Uranian moment of the Uranus opposition is when he took everything that he experienced pre that and then was able to put it into something like that yeah. moment where he catalyzed it. That's this point of moving from Saturnian life to Uranian life. Yeah. That the, the nature of Uranus coming into an opposition illuminates something that everything before your life doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's like things lead up to these moments in time. Mm-hmm. And Uranus is pointing to the potential of how we can access that. And that, to me, just like is amazing. It's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and you could see kind of why it didn't work for society at the time he was in, because it didn't like, uh, like integrate in the concepts that he brought into the world through the Saturn yeah. consciousness wasn't like it, it it can't be it can't be brought through that uh, that consciousness it needs to expand organically from within it sure so where we are currently is we are expanding from the inside out and and things are we are all growing into that uranian like awareness mm-hmm. on some level or, yes. or other like some of us are aware of it and we're watching it happen and we're, we know about it and other people are just going through it, but you still like, I, I connect with lots of people in my life who are not into astrology or not into, you know, not spiritual in any way and don't have any kind of, are not looking beyond the, what is immediate mm-hmm. in, in their lives, but they're still doing it. They're still like living these changes and the values are changing and different things are changing. Like the way they interact with the world is still changing. So it's not like you have to make it happen or you have to understand it to, for it to work. It can be very supportive to understand what's going on and to, to be able to like ease your mind and ease your system and know how to respond to it in a way that's supportive to you because then you can go through these changes without needing to disassociate, for example, right. in the same way. That's that's super critical that you mentioned that because firstly, 
if we if we had to to kind of analyze or in uh, to really get into the nature of the Iranian blueprint, its polarity is the sun, right? Mm -hmm. So immediately with Uranus, there's something about an individuation process being about destiny. Mm -hmm. But within, and this is where I think um, the, when you're exploring Saturn and Uranus together and the rulerships and stuff, you know, within this electrical field of Uranian awareness, it has to be digested emotionally in order for the body to, in a sense, grow it because we're still in this earthly dimension. Mm -hmm. So it's firstly, we're shifting from letting Uranus, uh, it's like we're living in a Saturn world and Uranian impulses to Uranian impulses guiding the Saturn, mm -hmm. not the other way around, right? So when we see that, we immediately see that as we awaken, we awaken in the time. We awaken in time. Yeah, it comes right? from within and it's an organic process. So a lot of us, and I, and I have direct experience of feeling this in myself, that you can feel something that you know is your individuation. But the context of that individuation can feel out of time and that can create a psychological understanding of frustration or mm -hmm. confusion. And that's really what I hear you talking about is mm -hmm. being sensitive to knowing that a lot of the time we can ask ourselves this question. I don't know what my destiny is or my mm -hmm. fate is. But and, you can sense it. But you somehow. can sense it. Yeah, right? the blueprint's already within you when you're born. When you come into this world, mm -hmm. the blueprint's already there. But the Uranian, like multi-dimensional aspect of yourself it's it's there that blueprint's there but we still have to exist we have to go through it in time so our time space our physical vehicle we can only experience one day at a time yeah so we have to go through the different timings of events to unfold within that blueprint yeah so one That's thing right. can't come before the other. We need to actually go through it, but we can sense it. It's like when we access that field, we can sense the future. We can know within ourselves, in our higher selves or whatever we want to call that, we can still sense what it is that we are like an aspect of our destiny or like some form of knowing. But we might not know whether that's next week or in five years. And when yes. you follow synchronicities, that's that's like a Uranian timing. Then as synchronicities become more frequent, that's when we can know that timing is getting closer. It's getting closer to like the boundary between the Uranian field and the Saturnian field are getting closer. And those synchronicities are kind of like they're aligning. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can kind of see these timings so when something it might be like a sense of something that's going to happen in the future and then there might be like that might disappear you might not even like ha come across that I and then a year later you might suddenly it might come up again and then a month later it might come up again and then you might have three synchronistic events that bring that into your field again yeah that's when you know it's getting closer yep I think that's that's something uh, also really important to talk about is that when you begin to work with uh, a Uranian awareness or you begin opening yourself up to the nature of Uranus or Uranian awareness, uh, synchronicity becomes a very important way of navigating. And um, synchronicity being almost like Mercury connecting to Uranus um, because Mercury exists within the field of Saturn. It's the way that Uranus connects to us is through Mercury. So in astrology, uh, the idea of higher and lower octave or Uranus being 
information existing at all states and then Mercury being time sensitive. So we would have messages from Mercury being delivered from Uranus in terms of a synchronicity, which we can interpret then as 1111 or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Now, my, and I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your, your, uh, what you know about it, but what I've understood about understanding a synchronicity is what were you processing at the time of the synchronicity that reflects something of that moment? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're processing something and it's, you can sense that you're processing something that's real. It's not like, oh, I'm just processing how the clouds turn purple and now I see the eleven. It's like you're really connected to a deeper truth. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you see a synchronicity and you ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm what was those insights that were arriving at that point in time mm. contributing to it? And, and then sometimes I... it's like that, but sometimes mm. it's not. I've noticed that there's not always a context to it that's mm. that, like, that actually fits that where there is an insight. But I wonder if it's then just that the uranium field is so close, like it, the, the veil is yes. so thin between integrating that field that it's like constantly there. Because I, I can be having synchronicities and number you know sequences all the time and your mind can easily like there's a danger in it where you start to try to apply a meaning to it oh what does this mean oh that means i have to do this sure and then suddenly you've empowered your mind to decide your direction more so than just being with what you are but if you are having an insight and then you see the 11 11 or something then it can be like Oh, yeah, I can feel that. Yeah. I mean, I can feel now since we've been talking about this, our light keeps um, like, like going off. It yeah. keeps flaring. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it's going to show, but it's like you can tell the, the uranium frequency in the room is just so the energy is just so. It's true. It's completely true that those things do happen. You incarnate them. Yeah. In, in that level. So and I think that. I, so I don't know. I. What about resonance? Because to me, mm-hmm. resonance is probably one of the most, the biggest things to understand about the nature of Uranian field and how it works, because it's not operating through the mind. It's it's something that you feel within. And that's the, the key to discerning the difference. That's right. Because because let's like let's look at this right. You you've got you in in terms of so language right. We all have different ways to express something that is essentially non-expressible. So Uranian energy comes through into the collective. It awakens us in this way to to deeper layers of of exploring ourselves and what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. And as that kind of happens, we start to then define things like, oh, this is the Aquarius age, Mm -hmm. right? In the Yuga cycles, um, coming more out of the Kali Yuga cycle. So as as we kind of move into a state of new way of living, a reconstruction of reality, a reordering of reality, one of the things that you'll notice is that information is just available to you 24 mm-hmm. seven. And we don't live in the days where uh, a salesman that's trying to sell you a car is very empowered because he's going like, Hey, by the way, this is this card and you have to trust what he has to say. Saturn. Whereas now in Uranus, you can go and you can read the, the model number of the car, what it's about. And there are just loads and loads and loads of pieces of information just available to you to go. I know exactly what I'm buying. You know, there's, you know, yeah. you can be so informed. However, Paradoxically, you can also get deeply overwhelmed to be confused. So how do we tamper the mind's duality? And that is, the this sun. feels right, right? Yeah. You're on uh, the sun, 
right? The resonance, it's attracting mm -hmm. me to it uh, in that sense. And this is where human design is uh, an amazing system for navigating the uranium field. And that's what I, I would see it's like greatest mm -hmm. gift gift or that it can bring. And what it's really that the, the knowledge in itself is for that. It's helping us navigate these changes. So basically it's given us the connection to ourselves, to our bodies, to that, um, to go outside of the mind and to um, tap into a field of consciousness that is highly intelligent and also beyond our linear conditioning. Sure. So because we have been conditioned by the past, we've been conditioned by society, by the structures, by the institutions, all of the Saturn realm of things. And we're, we're actually at that point of liberating from that. And what's happening really is we're bringing in the Uranian um, frequency as, as we are all integrating this um, Uranian frequency into ourselves, into our lives, into the earth. We are essentially... Um, breaking the structure of reality of our like the structure of reality that we exist within so as we are collectively awakening to ourselves to our deeper like sense of self yeah. to like the the deeper meaning of life that we're not like just here to work and until <laughs> we die and then you know just to live this repetitive life this yeah. Saturn kind of cycle where we just get up every day go to work come home you mundane know, just, process right yeah what's happening is as we integrate that the structure of our reality is actually fracturing from that because it needs everyone's participation for it to work it's like it's built on and this is what in human design that we're living in the cross of planning that's shifting over to the, the sleeping phoenix if you want to go into that and what's happening is basically as we integrate this uranium frequency into ourselves we are individuating ourselves mm -hmm. and as how does society hold a structure together for everyone's uniqueness yeah it can't yeah it can't it can't it meet all of those like needs so how do we live exist in a structure that has room to house to hold everyone's uniqueness what does that look like yeah it exists outside of the uranium it, it's outside of the saturn realm so we have to follow resonance we have to follow our fractal we have to follow our sense of knowing and basically if you imagine that reality organizes itself there's a higher um intelligence Uranus mm -hmm. there's a higher intelligence and that higher intelligence is the one that can direct us to where we need to be what we need to be doing and it comes from within so we grow within that and then that is restructuring reality where yeah. we're creating a reality that is outside of the Saturn realm but it's also breaking it as we're liberating from it so it's like it's that was just nuts that was a cool piece of information how you described that no truly because <laughs> Uh, as you were sharing it, I was just having the own kind of Uranian light bulb moments occur. Because this is another beautiful thing about Uranus, is that Uranus rules the, the brain, okay? And so therefore, by default, the, the nervous system and Mercury reflects, right? Remember lower octave, it reflects the nature of how this the information from the brain 
Mm -hmm. through its synapses goes all the way down to the electrical system right and tells okay move this body part Mm -hmm. so when you look at the symbol of uranus it has these two circles like that and then it has a line connecting down to the earth and in a sense it is the left and right hemispheres when connected creates an electrical charge that accesses a higher realm so the light bulb for instance the same dynamic you've got two hemispheres and then when they connect they create a higher awakening inside i.e the balance of polarity between masculine and feminine and so holistic awareness arises right and that that was literally what was happening when you were sharing that i was just like having these moments of that deeply encoded within the fabric of reality i.e nature and stuff like that there is an essence of how things organically operate Mm -hmm. where our interference as in humanity's idea of separateness that then over its mind goes over that because it's now disconnected from the organic nature of how the fabric of reality is there when it interacts with it we start to develop odd weird random shapes (laughs) that are not organic like for instance the idea of you know so in that moment I, i was witnessing how uranus is essentially fracturing from the inside of our own psyche the context of how we have shaped ourselves and the the kind of barriers and restrictions we've you know how we've defined ourselves and it's kind of bringing us or restoring us into a state of balance and i think that the more we kind of become aware and awake to that process being interconnected with the whole entire collective process as in the earth's reshaping itself individually we will find unique paths that are coded within us and that kind of fits in like a jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. right so we're we're destabilizing the outer creation of authority and the perception of self being something outside of ourselves. I mean, this is super deep, mm-hmm. right? And coming back to an organic way in which, in practical terms, is your own personal sense of fate or destiny and breaking the shell of what is conceived or perceived as a fate or destiny, but really connecting with your own inner knowing. But in my opinion, even though this has been with us since, you know, 1781, we're only, I, I think that we're now able to access that fully now, but it's still something that's super like, what do you mean? You mean there's an inner authority that I can trust? Is this, so yeah. it's like, what? I don't, you know, that, that sense hasn't been even developed. And so it becomes super confusing and you can see it all over the internet. Just when, when, when you get into an understanding of self, there's a lot of questions where we are unfamiliar with that space within ourselves. And it just points to, um that that kind of uncertainty that arises when uranian energy comes into your field and destabilizes what is familiar which is why uranus opposition could be deeply uncomfortable for people because Mm -hmm. it immediately fractures everything that says this was yourself and now this is your new self (laughs) and you've never explored that before you don't know what it's about just trust it's a very difficult experience yeah, but it can be. If you've been integrating it consistently through your Saturn, you're ready for it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, bring it on. I mean, I, I'm feeling it now, the, right. the beginnings of my Uranus opposition starting to, like, I can sense it. I can feel it like that That shift starting to happen. Right. And you can see it because suddenly I'm, I'm doing this, right? <laughs> um, but there's like this this liberation energy that liberate you from anything that you think you should 
be doing but it can be that if you haven't been integrating it and haven't been doing like integrating that energy you can just end up doing something completely random and then it like kind of there are two sides to how you can respond to the Uranus energy mm. right mm -hmm. so you can just act you can do things that are completely offbeat and random but also out of sync with your true self just to throw off the yes. nature of what the conditioning is mm -hmm. so dye your hair purple and buy a <laughs> sports car as the the you know mundane idea of what your midlife crisis is about sure you're on a supposition but then there can be another aspect of it when you actually bloom into yourself yes yes i mean that that is ultimately here's so so what you're pointing to is the different spectrums of how uh uranus within the context of somebody's psyche will um open up and maybe that's about um, where they are within their own awareness or conscious field. So yes, a Uranian transit or a Uranian impulse that moves through somebody that um, this ego might not be be able to hold the wattage of um, what is potentially coming through will mm -hmm. essentially be repressed and that then shows up as random behavior or like radical um, things that, that, you know, that's just the nature of how it is really, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it but comes through one way or another because yeah. it's not you. You can't like completely suppress the Uranian frequency, right? Um, and in fact, it it's I I can observe in my own life people that have struggled to go through the Uranian transit, and it just it actually it becomes it becomes an odd period of your life <laughs> where you're yeah. trying to keep things organized, but it doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I can imagine it's quite um, like interesting to the mind to interact yes, with that. Interesting with the mind. <laughs> it truly wants to, you know, know where things are going. And, you know, that time in your life is not about that at all. Yeah, yeah. So, so I suppose one aspect that we can kind of integrate into this conversation um, is the nature of how technology has really reshaped us. And speaking maybe about the the kids that are incarnating onto the planet now and um, Uranus, Pluto and Sagittarius souls, yeah. where to me, they they almost reflect uh, uh, almost w where the Uranian energy is taking us. You know, they're, they're very much, I don't know, uh, about their own individuation process. They almost have that innately in them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see them. Yeah. Like grow up and um, bring, you know, ground that energy into the world because mm. they're definitely insightful souls. Like they have a lot of uh, like a deep awareness of things and they, they are very connected to or they can be very connected to the nature of like natural law and have a mm. deep understanding for it, even if it looks like something else, because they, they can be very distracted from reality and very detached from their yeah. reality. But at the same time, like the nature of the world is very disturbing to them because we are living in a reality that is so far from. Well, that's, that's what I was, I was wanting to bring in is that, okay, so these, these children have got Uranus in, in Aquarius, um, and some of them Uranus in Pisces, but Neptune's transiting through Aquarius in their charts. So in, in a sense, this from what, 2003 up until about 2011, 
uh, that would be that kind of framework mm-hmm. where, and, and I, to me, the, re- the relevance is that they're coming into a stage in their lives where they're becoming a little bit more conscious of the planets and some of them are already reaching their first Saturn mm-hmm. um, or their first Uranus squares. And it's true. They appear with technology to be very detached. They grew up with iPads or computers, mm-hmm. whereas for a lot of us, we didn't. No. Um, so it points a lot to the intention of, of Uranus and where it's heading for us. You know, there are two realities that are actually beginning to emerge. One reality that's deeply connected to technology and the idea of us integrating robot into us versus becoming well, organic. Yeah, and there's a need to integrate these two layers of awareness. So there is an, a need to like bring, merge the two. And I suppose that's what you're going to talk about to a certain degree tomorrow in yeah. the Uranus in Taurus, because that's a big part of what that transit is about for mm. us. And I think it will, it will reflect those, a lot of those changes for us or the the initiation of a lot of those changes where nature can or technology can be taken beyond um this like separating from ourselves dynamic and be integrated more into like mimicking nature and like being connected to natural law instead yeah Uh, like becoming more integrated actually that was already uh interesting you know Thing that you just shared because i realized that if we're talking about this merging of outer authority dissolving and an inner authority occurring and if nature and human connection is becoming bonded again well then it would be natural for us to begin to look at nature and its individuation process and then reciprocate or recreate our own way of living in accordance with what nature uses yes. for its stuff and so we would look at nature because we're looking at ourselves because we've made that connection and that's where we get that organic connection to ah. ourselves and the organic connection to nature Brilliant. and and a, a deeper connection to something that exists that's the intelligence it's just yes the innate intelligence that exists in nature mm-hmm. that and in our bodies and like what we are that is beyond just our structured reality so we might not understand with Uranus, we don't understand where things are going because it doesn't make sense to us because it's not linear and logical. It doesn't, it's not like you, if you do that, then that leads to that. The Uranian frequency takes you off of that course and it kind of throws you into a reality or onto a, a like a channel of existence, a fractal that is taking you in a direction that doesn't make sense, but it still ends up exactly where you're meant to be. Yes. So it's like, it's just... Actually, that's like, just to kind of clarify that, because I just realized now that if the polarity to Uranus is the sun, mm-hmm. and the sun would be a point of illumination or in the context of nature, it would be where fate or destiny is existing in that moment. Mm-hmm. Then the Uranian field is essentially just through its electrical impulse, pulling your awareness to the point of where that fate needs to exist or that that destiny mm-hmm. illuminates itself. So you could perceivingly be going in a different random direction from the mind's point of view. But yet from the Uranian field, it's actually just being in a sense magnetized to the very point that it wants to achieve. And the Uranian field is a vessel to that point of the sun's illumination. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so that, that's how you can actually see, because magnetism is is associated with Uranus Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening. So in human design, they call it the magnetic monopole. (laughs) or follow your heart. I mean, these are concepts that are not like completely radically new in this moment. They're always been there. It's just 
now we can fully actually understand the science behind it. Yeah, and and if we don't like if so, basically, as the structure of our society breaks down more and more, and we're seeing it, we're living in it. Like no one can deny that that's happening for us. We need to direct our guidance or find our guidance from within because mm-hmm. that's where we access the uranium field. Mm-hmm. And it's it's trusting something beyond our logic. Sure. And it's beyond what someone else can tell us because no one else can tell you what you resonate to. So you have your own inner sense of guidance. You have your own inner compass. Now, human design can help you connect to that. Yeah. So it gives you, it get, it help. It's not going to tell you where you're going or what you're doing. It's going to tell. It's going to help you connect to your own inner compass, mm. so that you can then make decisions that are aligned yeah. with your own um, direction. And that direction exists outside the Saturn realm, so it won't make sense. It's like as the structure of our, like society itself, it needs participation from people for it to function Mm -hmm. and that means we can't individuate so as we're individuating that structure is naturally dissolving but there is another a structure of reality that doesn't need that and as we are individuating we're actually creating a new structure or we're aligning with a structure that already exists but we don't need to plan it so we're just like yep yep just evolving into, into a higher dimension of reality so you could see organizing it. sense of reality right because yeah. that that's what you're saying you're saying that this whole entire field is already organizing itself in an organic way it has its natural pulses and we're just going oh let's take our awareness access that point and then let our bodies navigate according to that and wherever yeah. we're going is where we need to be yeah that's nuts and that's the best way to end this conversation i think <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's been fun. We've been looking forward to sharing this, and there's so much more about it. I mean, I'm sure you can feel the the energy coming off us and the excitement <laughs> and enthusiasm to share this because it's definitely an incredibly inspiring aspect of um, what we see in reality. Yeah, totally. Cool. So, um, nothing else? Yeah, we're yeah. good? Yeah. Okay, well, have a fantastic day. I really hope that you enjoyed this, and... Um, Yeah, see you again in another video, guys. Bye. Bye.